And then when you start thinking about leadership, I would encourage you, you know, what we, we say disrupting divorce with the new marriage. What, somebody asked me today, what does the new marriage mean? Well, this would be one of those things. I'm not coming in and controlling my home. I'm not coming in and even happily providing structure and you know, positive energy and things like that and saying that I'm the leader, even though you would say I'm the leader, we also know that we each have strengths. People getting divorced. Tearing their families apart. Coasting through marriage. Or fighting their way through it. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. We came back from the depths of hell to save our abusive, our toxic marriage. We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, guys, Cass and Catherine here, disrupting divorce with the new marriage. And we are going to talk about some exciting stuff today. So today, the first thing we want to talk about is why men are not leading in their home. Uh, we have quite a different view on leadership. Let's get into it. All right, the first thing I wanna cover is simple. You, I believe, should know as a man, the cliches are pretty historic, right? We've got be the rock, the lighthouse, the shoreline, the shoulder to cry on. We can go on and on and on, but throughout, well, quite some time now, this is getting, it's getting out of control where we as men puke our feelings all over <laughs> our life with yeah. our wants, our needs, our desires. Mm -hmm. And here's the, the foundational thing that, that we believe, and we will alter this a little bit as we talk about partnership later in, in the show here, but we believe that a man is responsible for uh, providing a certain sort of uh, environment to let emotions go, right? Whether you're talking about your wife, whether you're talking about your kids, okay? Your and so, life. your own. <laughs> so, the reason is simple. If you think about masculine and feminine energy, we can get that topic a whole other day, but if you think about feminine and flow, this doesn't mean man or woman, by the way, when we're talking about masculine and feminine, but, and you're thinking about, you know, being the lighthouse, guiding her back, you know, shoulder to cry on, right? We need to be able to handle our shit if people are like in a bad mood, if people are throwing temper tantrums, if the, well, Riddick pooped in the, sh in the shower today, you know? I was, <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> I, That's why you know, I'm laughing. The old me would have been, and many of you would probably freak out. Oh my gosh! And you start shaming your kid. This is not being in control. And he's only your, two. By I, the way. Yeah, he's only two, yeah. Um, but, you know, you need to be able to handle this. And there's a big reason for that. Now, we'll discuss a little bit more about leading in a minute, but let's stay on this track for a second. Recently, we had a Thanksgiving dinner, and you told somebody how amazing it felt to be able to just... Be. Be. Just be, feel, whatever I needed to feel. Can you elaborate a little bit on what that means? And then can you tell our listeners, like, why it feels so important to just be... Yeah, sure. So in our relationship, I learned that I couldn't express my emotions. Now, I've never been a super emotional woman. I, I do have feminine energy, but I also have a lot of masculine energy. And I think that part of, part of having that masculine energy is because I had to. So my entire life, I've never really been a roller coaster of emotions. I've always been pretty even, keel, even keeled. And, but, you know, when you get married, it brings out, well, it brings out all of the emotions, the good, the bad the prickly parts, as I like to say, and your best parts too. And then when you have children, you're pushed even further. And so I am learning that I actually am a little bit more of an emotional roller coaster than I thought because I'm, I'm allowed to be. And so I knew it. 
because it's important. <laughs> well, he, he's allowing me to be. That's right. So the reason that this is really important is that I've always been a really strong woman. I've always taken a lot of leadership in my, in my life, no matter where I was. And I did the same thing in our marriage because I was forced to. I wasn't allowed to be in my feminine energy. I had to be a leader because he wasn't leading. But as we've healed our marriage, I've learned that slowly, it doesn't happen overnight. You can't just start showing emotions overnight and expect your husband to know what to do with them <laughs> when you've never shown emotions. What is going on? When you've never shown emotions before. So, And if you're allowed to show your emotions. That's not what I'm trying to say. But you can't just go from one person to another person overnight. And I mean, you used to do that in a matter of three minutes. But oh, seconds. Seconds. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is he has provided me this environment where I can feel, it doesn't matter what I'm feeling. So Thanksgiving, I was really frustrated. I wasn't really frustrated at him, but I kind of was because I was doing all the things I was doing and his, one of his roles is the, he the turkey is heavy. I want him to put the turkey in the oven. I can lift the turkey. It turns out it's perfectly fine. But I was frustrated because I had to put the turkey in. It was time to put it in. The timer was on. And when I'm cooking turkey dinner, like watch out because I have five things <laughs> on to go. So if you're going to see emotions, it's going to be when I'm cooking a turkey dinner. Um, anyway, so I opened up the oven. And so I preheated the oven. I set the timer. And I'm like, this is my husband's job. I'm frustrated. He walks out. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I wasn't, it wasn't at him. It was actually at the oven because there was still another... Um, what do you call it? A rack. rack, rack there was a rack in there still. And so it was, that was what put me over the top was an extra rack in the oven because I was like, why didn't my husband set the timer? Why didn't my husband put the tinfoil on? Why didn't my husband take the rack out of the oven? <laughs> and so in that moment, and it wasn't much of an outburst. I just went, Oh my goodness. Or for goodness sakes, I think I said, and he was like, are you okay there, honey? And I said, yes, I'm just frustrated. And, but normally what would have happened five years ago is my energy would have, he would have taken it personally. And he would have just lost his mind over, over nothing really, because I just needed to let my emotion out that I was frustrated. That's it. That's all. It took me 30 seconds to come back down, especially because he was just calm. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, there's a rock in the oven. And I, and as I said it, I said, it sounded so silly, but I was just at the point. And so anyway, that long story, the reason I'm telling you that is because he was so cool with my little, it was a minor outburst, but it had the potential to ruin our entire day. And in fact, in the past, if I had reacted that way, I wasn't allowed to react that way. Everything, I had to be cool, calm, and collected right. at all times yeah. because I had to manage his emotions. So him providing this structured environment, this open environment where... It doesn't matter if you, you know, sometimes we'll come home from somewhere and something hits you and you just, I just cry, cry for a while. Or I did it yesterday. I yeah. read a really sad story of a mom that lost her children. And I, he's trying to tell me something. And I said, I'm sorry, honey. I'm, I just read something. I want to tell you about it. It was so horrible. And then the tears just started to flow because it was so sad. And he, you know what he does now? He sits next to me and he just lets me cry and tell the story. Lets me get frustrated over the turkey. <laughs> Sometimes, and he doesn't, he's so great with the kids. There are times when I do like snap. And not like I'm not hitting my kids. I'm not calling them names. I'm not doing anything. But I, but I get really frustrated. And he's just lets me do my thing. And then after he's like, are you okay, honey? Do you need any help? Yeah. Do you need something? Yeah. Do yeah. you need anything? Is there anything yeah. I can do for you? And just super calm and allowing me to be crazy sometimes. I didn't and, even and know I had it really in me to be kind of all over the map because I wasn't. Well, like, yeah, but because you didn't have the opportunity. So most people don't have the opportunity in general. They don't know how to communicate or share their emotions. Most of you don't even realize what you're actually feeling, right? And then we get into this whole puking thing, right? And so I think it's, men, when we want to talk about leadership, the first and foremost is you got to be able to provide an environment. Am I always perfect? No. As a, as a team, we're really good at recognizing where one or the other is now. And so we can step in, right? Just like she, I would say, do you want me to take the kids right now? Or she might just say, take them. 
right? And, <laughs> and then he knows he better, just, better take them. Yeah, she just needs the support, right? So feeling is the first part about leadership. But there's a little bit more to that too because when you start trying to get into getting through some of this hard stuff that you've, you've now endured in your marriage and the feelings have been dumped out, you can't just step in as a man and just start letting her feel without understanding what's going on, understanding how to get through those emotions. But beyond that, there's so many other frustrations. So if you think about like the turkey, if you think about how your wife has been providing the structure around the house since, especially when the kids were born, typically for most homes, um, what do you want for dinner? Marketplace pickups, you know, where are we going for dates? What, what are we doing for holidays? There's a whole lot of leadership going on by your wife that, you're, that men can't seem to grasp. They can't wrap their head around the fact that just because you provide, that doesn't mean you, like your day shuts off when you come home. And so you had a lot of, during our journey, well, as I was learning a lot of this, how to be a better partner, you had a lot of frustrations in taking on the responsibilities, feeling like you had to, not realizing that there was a different way. A lot of it was you wanted to. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? trying to let your partner in and... What was it like trying to let you in? Yeah, let me I'd in. Say, and... For me, it was really difficult because again, when you're in that masculine, masculine energy and we, when you are forced to be the leader, when you're forced to make decisions. And mm -hmm. again, I wasn't necessarily forced, but I was making the assumption that I was, oh, thank you. Making the assumption that I was forced. And so when you get into that mentality and you think that it's your responsibility, then you, it's not easy to let someone in. So I said something to you the other day if you want your husband to lead and step up as strong women, we have to step back. That's right. And some people will disagree with me. Like, why do I need to step back? I don't need a man. Well, that's, you know, that might be the way that you see things. But in reality, we were made to be together. We especially were. You got that right. But men and women were made to be together. We were made to be in relationship with each other. People in general were made to be in relationship with each other, not even just husband and wife. People were made to be in relationship. We're like pack of dogs <laughs> that came up because we got a new puppy this week um, but anyway when you are in relationship you need to figure out what that dynamic looks like and so if you want to be in relationship as a woman if you want your husband to lead if you want your partner to lead you need to allow him to lead and if you are stuck on staying in that masculine energy because you feel like there's no other way it's going to be really difficult not only for you to let your husband in but it'll be also really difficult for your husband to be able to get in yeah. Because of the wall that you're building up. And I think it's really important to note that a lot of you are going to be like, sweet, I'm going to let my wife feel today. And a lot of women, you might be like, oh, sweet, I'm going to go home and start talking about how I can. And you start to go down this rabbit hole. You have to be very careful. You know, along the way, I had a lot of resentment towards, well, I'm allowed to feel too. And also, you had a lot of things you needed to get out that weren't quite processed yet in that space. So... You know, when you start thinking about, okay, we're going to take this next step, go listen to us when we talk about a few episodes back about communicating, learning some skills first. Start understanding what you're actually feeling. Like, you know, you, you mentioned uh, about anger being a secondary emotion, right? So many people don't even really get what they're truly feeling deeper in there. And then when you start thinking about leadership, I would encourage you, you know, what, we, we say disrupting divorce with a new marriage. What, somebody asked me today, what does the new marriage mean? Well, this would be one of those things. I'm not coming in and controlling my home. I'm not coming in and even happily providing structure and you know, positive energy and things like that and saying that I'm the leader, 
even though you would say I'm the leader, we also know that we each have strengths. It's just it. Hands down, you each have different strengths, whatever they are, the different things you're learning. So when you think about leadership, embrace the strengths from your partner, right? Use your strengths to lift your partner instead of holding them down on their weaknesses. Does that booster make sense? Rocket. Yeah, booster rocket. Don't be a fucking anchor. Yeah, something you know I, mean? I heard a few years ago on the radio that resonated with me was that a rocket can't get to space without a booster rocket. A booster rocket is like a little rocket that, that boosts the actual rocket to be able to do its job. And so we say that all the time. Sometimes mm. he's my booster rocket and more often, than, more often than not, I'm your booster rocket. And we both believe that. And you know, the reason I say sometimes he's my booster rocket is because I really have tried really hard to step back and really relax into that feminine energy and really stop trying to lead and make decisions all the time and force my opinion you know, so that's why I said sometimes he's my booster rocket. He's actually always my booster rocket too. We we have a very oh, what would you call that relationship? Symbiotic relationship. Symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he used to be a parasite. It used to be parasitic. <laughs> no, it's symbiotic. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. So don't be a parasite. Little man. junior high yeah. science for you. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna step off for a second, and we're gonna come right back for the recording the next episode. It's gonna be hot. We're gonna talk about. The excuses or reasons women will give, like, I'm too tired, uh, you're a big one, I think I'm asexual, when we don't want to have sex. So, see you in a minute.